0: The War Years episodes are part of the series In the Shadow of the Abbey. They recount the real challenges of life in Bissom Village following World War I, 1918-1924, to 1924, and are sourced primarily from the local parish reports which were published each May, reflecting on the events of the past year. They covered all aspects of life on the Bissom Estate. These were written by the Reverend Farrer, who was the Vicar of All Saints Bissom, from 1899 to 1924. Episode 7, May 1924, Death of Sir Henry. New regime at the school, wireless lessons, Mrs Young's Guinea Prize, new houses built, the tin shed appears, Women's Institute fate plan, Miss Phyllis steps up, and farewell to Sir Henry.
1: Writing my 25th annual letter, Reminds me that a quarter of a century has passed since I came here as vicar. I sometimes look back at those letters, and they call to mind many events of interest in our parish history, as well as to the events in the wider world during those 25 years. But at present, I refer to the events of the last 12 months among ourselves. One event overshadows all others in our parish history, namely the death of Sir Henry Van sittart Neal, I am printing an in memoriam notice of him, so will pass on to a general view.
0: With the death of Sir Henry,
1: I asked Mr Young to take his place as Vicar's Church Warden, and he kindly consented to take the office.
0: As he was previously parish warden, the duty fell to the parish at the east of Estuary to elect a new warden, And Mr Albert Payne, for many years an efficient and faithful sidesman, was elected to this office.
1: The parochial electors number over 200, but only 11 were present at the meeting.
0: On Easter Day, the number of communicants remained at 104. Last year there were 81 at the early and 23 at the morning service. This year the numbers were 71 and 33 respectively. The offertories fell from 114 pounds to 88 pounds.
1: This is accounted for, as I stated at the church meeting, mainly by the loss of Sir Henry's weekly contribution, and also by the abbey, temple house, and stony Ware, and other big houses being empty or inhabited by gallios.
0: The definition of a gallio would be a careless easy-going man who keeps himself free from trouble and responsibility. Perhaps the point that Reverend Farrell is making was that such people would take no part in village life.
1: I once secured £10 a year for the church by a reference in a letter to possible gallios renting houses in the parish. A like result now would be acceptable.
0: We have, however, thanks to the generosity of some, been able to pay our way. A visitor's book was placed in the church in June. And as many as two hundred seventy six names were entered by November.
1: If each of these numberless nameless visitors would give even a few pence, we should be grateful for their help. The church warden's account for running the church was fifty six pounds four shillings and sixpence, and the offertory and general account income was hundred and thirty six pounds one shilling and eightpence this year
0: one hundred and eleven pounds twelve shillings and sixpence was spent during the year, including forty one pounds ten shillings to the organist, nine pounds ten shillings to the choir boys, and three pounds one shilling for tuning the organ. Forty eight pounds was given to the Siemens Mission as a special collection. Mrs. Farrer collected nineteen pounds ten shillings and sixpence from subscribers, as well as running a jumble sale which raised twenty pounds and the remainder came from church collections.
1: The school was working very happily and earned the commendation of a legion of inspectors.
0: However, changes were being made in schools based on the Education Act of 1921, which advocated more professional teachers and raising the school leaving age to 14. The order from the authorities informed the managers of Bissom School
1: that the committee had decided that two of our supplementary teachers must leave and one uncertificated teacher be appointed in their place.
0: This change was ordered under a rule of the Education Act of 1921 and had to take place by March 31st 1924.
1: We were therefore, with much regret, obliged to part with Mrs Butler and Miss Sylvia Arnold who had both been working in our school for a number of years and had done good work in the teaching of infants and our younger children.
0: There were several applicants for the post and Miss Phyllis Davis was appointed as Infants' Mistress and began her work on April 1st. The number on the books is now 109, including those from Hurley and as many as 27 families in Marlow now send their children to our school. The school manager's fund was balanced at £35.14.11.
1: We are glad that Miss Dorothy Shipton is still with us. Her experience and gifts render her far better fitted for work in an elementary school than 9 out of 10 of what are called uncertificated teachers. It is a pity that she and Miss Arnold have not qualified themselves for the grade of UCT.
0: The change in the school leaving age was not actually implemented until 1947, and it was to mean that the local children did not complete their schooling at Bissom, but had to transfer to Cookham or Maidenhead at age 12 for their final years. You can hear more about this in the village stories.
1: A very interesting development has taken place in the form of lessons given by wireless. Each Friday afternoon since Easter, a lesson has been given and notes have been taken by the children on music, Shakespeare, nature study, etc.
0: The Reverend Uttram again gave a very satisfactory and pleasing report after the religious knowledge examination. The Bishop's Prize was awarded to Phyllis House, Alice Webb being a good second.
1: The school football competition was won by the Crusaders, Ernest Grace being captain, and the cricket club victors were the Spartans. Captained by Frank Towers. Mrs. Young very kindly gave a prize of a guinea for the best boy and best girl. The boys to choose the boy and the girls to choose the girl. Ten shillings and sixpence for each.
0: The children entered into the election very keenly, and Nora Ellis and George Anderson were chosen as the winners, with Alice Webb and Frank Towers being the second.
1: The school treat was held in the Warren on July 29th, and the games and races, and trips in the launch on a lovely afternoon, were much enjoyed. The Sunday school treat at Christmas was on the same lines as the year before. The mothers of the children were invited, and after hearing songs etc. by the children, all entered with spirit into the dances and games. Lady Vance Hart Neal kindly gave the children permission to play in the warren for some weeks when the school playground was flooded.
0: A tin shed was erected on the slipway in the parish ground between the churchyard and Stony Ware.
1: It is not beautiful and it is hoped it will not be useful. The less said about it, the better.
0: The intention was for it to be a temporary morgue for bodies recovered from the river. It was later given to Gordon Carter to store his decorating equipment. The Women's Institute meetings were well attended and much enjoyed during the year.
1: The enterprise of the members is proven by the proposal to hold a fete, in which the Women's Institutes of Cookham, Dean and Littlewick will also take part on July thirtieth, 1923 in the Warren. We hear rumours of historic scenes of various dates to be enacted, but it would not be right to give even an outline of the programme. Aww.
0: Lady Vansittart Neil took over as president of the Bissom Club and Institute, and Mr WG Jones succeeded to the office of secretary, long held by Mr George Harding.
1: The members of the Institute, especially the junior ones, would be grateful for any subscriptions towards a small billiard table to take the place of the old bagatelle board, which has earned an honourable retirement.
0: Miss Phyllis van neal became District Commissioner of the Maidenhead Division of Girl Guides and Captain of the Marlow Company of Girl Guides.
1: She has proven herself to be an energetic and efficient guide of the guides.
0: As the Lord of the Manor, she was later to give the land for the guide centre on New Road, now Quarry Wood Road, to the organisation.
1: Our in-memoriam record contains the names of three who have reached the age of fourscore years. Besides Sir Henry Van Sittart Neal, we have lost Mrs. Riley, so long a kind friend, always ready to help the church or the parish. Mrs. I. Williams had been ill for some time and was not latterly living at Temple House. That, sad to say, is now left desolate. Mrs. Kilby, so long the host of The Complete Angler, died after a few days' illness
0: mr charles howard and mrs piercy were well-known and useful members of the village in their generation mrs brooks succeeded to the almshouse in oxford road which was vacated by the death of mrs piercy aged 84 there is no special bissam almshouse but bissam has equal rights with marlow and lane end as the founder of the almshouses in marlow mr john brinkhurst was a bissam man
1: I feel that the parish report ought to record the death of Mrs Norman Moore, well known here in her early days as Miss Emily Powell. Some will remember being taught by her in various classes in the days of old Lang Syne.
0: Five or six new houses were built on the north side of the new road. The sale conveyances for these plots of land from the Bissam estate specified that these were to contain one large dwelling in excess Of the value of 500 pounds.
1: The last census of 1921 did not inform us as to the number in the parish, but I can account for over 500 people without accounting for those new houses and with the abbey and temple house and stonyware empty and without guests at the complete angler.
0: The sword of St Michael on the war memorial tablet was again found broken one day last autumn. Mr W.G. Jones mended it very cleverly.
1: Such mischief or carelessness is very blameworthy. It ought not to be necessary to write up, do not touch.
0: The summer of 1923 was on the whole a cold one. June was a very dry month with only 0.35 inch of rain, but it was cold and windy. Henley Regatta, however, enjoyed four fine days, Friday and Saturday being really hot.
1: The Marlow Regatta was also favoured by lovely weather, and a long programme of races was most successfully carried through. October was the wettest month of the year, with 4.78 inches. The total for the year was 26.22 as taken at the
0: Vicarage. January 1924 was a wet month, and February was very dry. Most people seem to think the winter a trying one, but we had no very long or hard frost. The coldest spell we had was in November.
1: There were only two Sundays on which some people complained of cold in church all through the winter. The playing members of the football club wish to thank the subscribers for their continued support, but for their kind help it would be impossible to carry on. The one great blank is the loss of our beloved and esteemed President, Sir Henry Vansittart Neal, who could never seem to do enough for us, Lady Vansittart Neal has kindly consented to be our president.
0: The lads had a very successful season, winning about half their matches. All the games were enjoyed and played in the right spirit, according to the old motto:
1: "The next thing to winning is taking a licking well."
0: The cricket club is looking forward to another successful season. We are pleased to say Miss Vansittart Neil is our new president.
1: Last summer was the best the club has ever had, both from a playing point of view and as well as the financial side. We should always think of our late president and friend when we are spending our Saturdays in the beautiful Abbey Park.
0: The main news was the death of Sir Henry Vansittart Neil. He died at the vicarage at Ware and was brought back to Bissom.
1: It is impossible to say adequately. What his loss means to us all.
0: The local Maidenhead Advertiser wrote The parish of Bissom had a sincere and generous friend. He was a kind master and a considerate landlord, a well loved squire.
1: He held his property as a trust from God. The genuine affection and regard in which he was widely held was borne witness to at his burial. The church was filled. Not with onlookers, but with mourners who felt that they were parting from one who had done much to brighten and uplift the lives of the many. The Admiralty sent a Union Jack by Special King's Messenger to cover the coffin. We want more men like him.
0: The Lordship of the Manor of Bissom was succeeded by his daughter Phyllis van Neil. This was the last Bissom newsletter written by the Reverend William Farrar. Reverend Farrar registered Sir Henry's death with the Register of Great Western Railway shareholders on the 24th of November 1924. They had held the 4.5% debenture shares together from Edward's legacy. Perhaps this railway stock provided a pension for Reverend Farrar, who retired, which was unusual for a serving vicar, and moved to the cottage at Hurley, where he lived until he died in November 1934, aged 83. The Reverend John Eddis, a relative of Lady Florence Vansittart Neil, took over later in 1924 and served for four years. His parish newsletters were not so interesting as those written by Reverend Farrar, so this is the end of this set of episodes. Thank you for joining me today. Listen again to find out what happens next in the war years. Discover more about the people of Bissom in the village stories and the Abbey history episodes.